hey, you know what I believe? I believe every single person can make a difference and that we all have something amazing to offer the world. I believe in standing up for what matters and in putting one foot in front of the other. I believe courage is way more important than confidence and I'm addicted to seeing people break through what they once thought they couldn't. And that's why I started this podcast. I want you to believe in yourself. I want you to know that anything's possible. I want you to find the courage to stand up and do your thing. Everything's waiting for you. You just have to believe it's possible. I'm Karen Vaughan. This is the Get Off The Bench podcast. And here is where your courageous life starts. Hey guys, and welcome back to another week of the Get Off The Bench podcast. And I really hope that this year is either looking like it's going to start you know, coming good for you, or that you've got some goals on the horizon, or that you've actually started doing that thing, you know, that you've really been putting off for a long time, actually, or that COVID gave you that bit of a a shove to say, you know what, I've got to do it. We can't change anything. We we can determine our own lives, not what's going on out there. So I'm going to get stuck into that thing. I really hope that's happened for you. Now, um, I have switched over to Zoom. I've decided that um, despite the sound, I don't think it's as great a sound, but uh, I wanted to put snippets of my guests up onto YouTube so that you could actually see their faces if you wanted to go to YouTube and, you know, have, have a look at part of the interview or maybe all of it. I don't know. I haven't even decided that bit yet. But Part of this means I had to switch microphones. So I was using this uh, singing mic because I'm a singer and it was sort of sitting right up in my face, you know, and uh, it, while it sounded fantastic uh, for Zoom, it's not good. So then I went on this little journey to look for a microphone and I've tried several microphones that I haven't been happy with. Um, right now I'm using the Blue Yeti and I hope the sound is good enough because I tell you what, I can't keep forking out 200 bucks every fortnight trying new microphones, but um, this, uh, I, I I hope this one's okay. Now, speaking about getting off your bum and doing all sorts of things, my next guest, uh, my guest for today is Jen Donovan. Now, I'll tell you what, she's uh, really grabbed the whole community concept and particularly for regional areas and she's really turned it into a you know you know buy our stuff like uh, you know support small business in in rural communities. So I'll, I'll tell you about her and then I'm going to introduce her. So After 15 years in law, Jen Donovan bought a retail business in a regional town in Victoria. She built that business into a highly profitable seven-figure business and eventually sold it. Since then, Jen has been assisting other small business owners in retail, so service-based and tourism, around the country to achieve their business goals. Jen specialises in helping startups in rural and regional areas turn ideas into businesses, online and offline marketing, social media and community building. The founder of Buy From A Bush Business, co-founder of Spend With Us, that's the Buy From A Bush Business Marketplace, and host of the very popular podcast, Small Business Made Simple. Jen is all about community and humans interacting with humans. So H2H marketing. Jen believes that the currency of community is underestimated in business and in 2021 is profoundly deeper than so many business owners, corporate companies and solopreneurs realize to their business. With a community of more than 300,000, Jen talks the talk, 
but importantly, walks the walk. Jenna is a gold winner of the Australian Mumpreneur Awards and has been featured in Mamma Mia, Ticker, Wim, Weekly Times and The Social Hub. Jen has appeared on the ABC and is a highly sought after podcast guest. Welcome, Jen. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Karen. I'm super excited for our chat today. Oh, me too, me too. Now, look, I've just been talking in the intro. As you would have heard, I've just got this new microphone, you know, that um, I'm, I'm just singing. And when I did my little, my intro, you know, I'm just sort of talking to myself quietly. And now we're going to get into conversation. I'm going to start yelling. So, you, you know, <laughs> I hope I'm not going to blast people's ears off with this new new microphone I've got. Well, they've got a warning. They've yeah. got a warning. All good. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Anyway, great to, um, great to have you on. I, I just love what what you're doing it's just a you know really great stuff and I I love that you I love anybody who's out there really really um boosting up you know regional well not just regional Victoria but just regional businesses you know and, and um I tell you people in the metro area just don't know what we've got out here do they they just got to no, bring them out um, part of the purpose is I get sick of people just talking about rural and regional Australia when there's a bushfire or a drought or a flood like there's so many amazing things and people and businesses that are created out here I want it to be something that people talk about all the time just not yeah. when things are um, bad or when we need help out here yeah I, I agree I agree and then tourism gee whiz we've got some uh you know, in every area of rural, and I'm just going to say Victoria because that's where we are, but in any rural area, there are so many, um, you know, geographical gems, you know, beautiful beaches, beautiful rivers, the mountains are just... And, and cute little shops, like sometimes you can go into these little towns and they're just like, you know, oh, my God, olden day. You know, I don't know if you know Walhalla in Victoria, you know, that's uh, down near me, but it's this old gold town and it's still sitting the same as it was, you know, and I, I just love people get out there and they're like, wow, I didn't even know this existed, you know, so I, I love it. So the marketer inside me goes, they need to market their towns better. <laughs> Well, we might have to push them your way, but might have to think about that one. <laughs> oh, but did you? There's some great stuff. But what you're doing, I just love it, and I just love the fact that you found a gap, and it's not just because you found a gap; it's because you found a gap that is is vitally important, you know, to the economy and vitally important to um, people who are doing amazing things, but just not seen and heard. You know, people who are just missing out. So I just love that you've you've got their back, but. And, and you kind of make me sound a little bit better than I am as well, Karen. Like I found a gap. I didn't. I think the gap found me and I just ran with it. Like I don't think I'm really quite that smart to have found it all by myself. I think it's just something that um, I did that just so happens that it's still building and it um, created like or tacked onto a bit of a movement. Well, Jen, for first first off, right, you know, don't don't ever tell anyone to shut up when they're telling you how great you are. That's the first thing. Right? <laughs> but but now that we're into that conversation, <laughs> you might as well tell us how good you are anyway. Hang on to that notion, all right? And and, and tell us how did how did it find you? And what we're talking about, you know, in particular, or what I want to go back just because you did your 15 years in law, right? And then you did your your retail no no you're rushing ahead of me Jen I want to go back to I want to go back to all right. that. <laughs> that's all right so what first of all like you 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 went off from school you know and oh well whatever you you started working in in law 
why did you jump out of law? Like that would have been a great career and, you know, why it did was, you? It was a great career, but um, I guess where I live, which is, you know, border of New South and Victoria in the Riverina, I married a farmer and you can't move a farm, so you have to move yeah. the farmer's wife. Um, and for me, it was when in law, I had two choices basically where I was because there's no court systems within an hour of me. So I could do conveyancing or family law. They were, yeah. whereas, you know, criminal law and um, civil law were kind of my passions. And so mm. for me, it was conveyancing because I didn't like family law. So I did conveyancing and ran my own conveyancing firm. And that's really tough when, uh, you know, early adopter, I was doing it from home and, um, you know, at, at particular points I had, you know, changing dirty nappies and breastfeeding babies and doing all of that. And, and people would ring Sunday nights or first thing Saturday morning and you were kind of there 24-7 for them. And it just became too much with a farm, with three little children. And so I guess I was just looking for something different, something that wasn't, it, I felt like it was all consuming um, mm. running that conveyancing firm. So, you know, as my little story goes, my best friend and I, and Jojo, she and I have been best friends since we were 14. Uh, we had way too much wine to drink one night and we decided let's let's leave our jobs and uh, go and buy a retail shop but she was working with children with disabilities and neither of us really had any retail experience whatsoever I love it and so what sort of a retail shop was it we had a kitchenware shop so we started off with a bit of a giftware shop and I guess you know this is probably my first lesson in business and marketing and we had an idea of how we were going to have this shop and we were going to change it and have beautiful giftware and this and that but the person we bought it from had like a little corner of kitchenware and as we watched the sales and our customers they wanted more of that because that's what they couldn't find in the town. Yeah. You know, there was four or five other giftware shops. So then we sort of, you know, listen to your customer yeah. and, you know, and watch what you're selling. So we ended up turning it into a kitchenware shop and we ended up running cake decorating classes and all sorts of things. I can't decorate cakes. I'm the most uncreative <laughs> person. But we hired people in to come and do it and we did school classes and it was brilliant. Oh, wow. I love it. And, and you know, it's, uh, it's uh, yeah, listen to your customer, but I occasionally, and not, not often because I'm not much of a shopper, but I get that kitchenware bit. You know, you look in all the main stores and it's kind of like, I just don't, I know what I've got in mind and I don't even know if they make it. And then you find a kitchenware shop and it's like, oh, there it is. There's that <laughs> thing I've been looking for. And I didn't even know it existed. So, yeah, you know, yeah. Our best-selling product were toast tongs, so um, bamboo <laughs> tongs yeah. that you get toast out of the toaster with. They were our best-seller, $3.99, sold gazillions of them. If only they were $29.95, yeah. I'd be by now, but they weren't. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Were they like, um, because of bamboo, they prevented electric shock? Yeah, not? yeah, and they had oh, a they magnet did. on them, so they stuck to the toaster on the outside, so you always knew where they were. It was like our best-selling product. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And no one knew they needed them until they saw them. <laughs> oh, don't you love that kind of shopping? <laughs> and, that, and that's particularly after you've had a couple of wines. I didn't know I needed that, but, gee, I, I think I do need that. <laughs> that. That's so good. And so you you made, like, you made a lot of money. That was a really successful business, you know, that really successful business. And then what happened after that? Did... um. 
Yeah, so um, my best friend Jojo, we were having a conversation one night and um, I had some fairly big lofty goals for the kitchen shop and I just made this remark to her, you know, um, if you ever want to sell, you need to give me 12 months notice because, you know, I want to do all these things. And she just turned to me and she said, I think I'll give you 12 months notice then because she was kind of over it whereas I wasn't and Mm. that came a lot from she was the front of house person and I was in the background doing the marketing and the book work so Mm. she was dealing with the customers a lot more than what I was so um we ended up putting it on the market just before Christmas and we sold it in three days so it was like we were very shocked we put it on the market thinking a holiday maker would actually come down and you know try and have a sea change or something like that or a lake change as it is um but no another local business bought it and um so that was kind of again another crossroads like what am I going to do and I guess I've always had a um a marketing mentor when um I had my retail shop and so yeah he offered me a partnership with him to go in Uh, because he wasn't social media savvy and I was so uh, we kind of started up or or I he already had a marketing business I sort of went into uh, this business with him doing social media marketing and traveled Australia you know to all the capital cities and used to host workshops and had a lot of private clients and a membership base it was an amazing initiation into a service-based business that I knew nothing about. Mm. And so uh, why did you get out of that? It's such an amazing job. What happened? (laughs) Yeah, look, um, it was Melbourne-based. So uh, I spent a lot of time in Melbourne and, you know, three kids, husband with a farm. Again, you can't move a farm. And somewhat of it, I was missing home. Um, I know we'd been on the road for about six weeks at one stage and we were coming home from Brisbane or I was coming home by myself from Brisbane. And I remember the um, plane putting down the wheels at Tullamarine and I just burst out crying now I was in A1 so the poor person the flight attendant's like you all right you all right and I was just <laughs> like yeah don't worry about me I'm just hysterical like I just missed home so much and that was kind of the beginning of the end and you know a yeah. few things in the partnership just went a little bit south um, perhaps our business goals or our business um, values weren't kind of meeting um and so I decided to go out on my own which was at the end of 2018 I think yeah I tell you that's really important isn't it getting your your values and your you know your vision for the business and your goals and it's it's you know if you're working on your own I mean you've got a little bit of flexibility but when you are in a partnership you know it's a really quick isn't it to to go to to go to the shit, you know, the minute you, the minute you kind of uh, separated on your your vision or your goals or your outcomes and all yeah, that sort just, of stuff. Yeah, you know, just you get that icky feeling of like, oh, I probably wouldn't do this if I was in business by myself. And as those things start to accumulate, you start to realise that it's probably. And I know authentic is a word thrown around too much, but I personally think it's an amazing word. But mm. it wasn't authentically me anymore, so um, it was time to change. Yeah, and I agree with you. I think yeah, yeah. I think people use the word authentic, maybe not in an authentic way. Do you know that's the problem? But and it's become a bit of a buzzword. But I agree with you. I think that uh, it, it, it's got to be you. And you you touched on a word there too that's really valuable is is how you feel. Do you, and and I think um, there's way way too many people in business and in life and in relationships and and you name it that are not paying attention to how something feels and I think if we stop and 
and pay attention to it you know we 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 already have the answer it's it's yeah. as simple as that and it's uh, but we try to tell ourselves over and over and over you know, no, no, it'll be all right, or I'll never find another one, or you know, the, I'll make it better. And we tell ourselves so many damn lies when we yeah. feel terrible, and it's it's such a waste of everybody's life. But I know, but change can be terrifying. And I yeah. remember, you know, uh, it was December 2018. I'd left the partnership. I, I was technically unemployed. I didn't have a business. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Well, I knew I wanted to do marketing, um, but. You know, so it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows. Like it was a bit of a scary sort of crossroady time for me. Mm. And and I think that's um, it's good that you're saying that because you know there there are a lot of people who falsely sell. You know, be be your own boss. You know, it's fantastic, <laughs> and you know all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, it, it's it can get lonely it can get you know it can be isolated it's challenging you know and if you haven't got someone to bounce things off and it's bloody scary and you know I'm going to be the first to say yeah it's bloody scary but it depends how much you want it you you know that's right and you know it wasn't none of my friends had a business model like I was going to create so there wasn't sort Mm. of that people to bounce off I've met some amazing people like yourself you know who have podcasts and Facebook groups and do all these things now that I'm trying to do and accomplish and have as a business model but back then it it wasn't it was just sort of um me and YouTube (laughs) yeah YouTube's the best teacher on earth I reckon (laughs) I'm gonna do a podcast I don't know anyone who has one I'm gonna YouTube it (laughs) yeah (laughs) well I'll tell you what I do I do a lot of YouTubing I can tell you but uh, thank God for all these people to throw stuff out there but uh no I love it and I think you're right we've just got to you got to push through you got to learn you know and if you really deeply 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 want to do it there's always a way I don't care what anyone says there is always a way you know and you don't worry so much about the how you worry about the why why do I want to do this you know and and focus on that and then just start the how always comes it always comes but yeah yeah, anyway um so so you 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 start off then uh through all the challenges through the fear but you did it anyway um started (laughs) off your your marketing your marketing business and then um but somewhere in there so tell us about this you started the buy from a bush business so you know how, where, where did that come from? How, did, how far into it were you when you recognised shit? Or you just said before, actually, it found you, didn't it? So, <laughs> so what, what happened with that? Yeah, so um, as part of my marketing and social media business, I do a lot of um, tours, well, I used to, <laughs> hopefully yeah. I will in 2021, um, sort of travelling for a week around rural towns. You know, they've become a bit of a passion for me to, I, I guess my biggest goal is to have every business owner make marketing a priority. So that, that's the reason why I go on these little road trips around these smaller regional towns. And um, this particular week, I think I'd been to Narandra, Leeton, Griffith and Hay. So it's sort of a day each there. Mm-hmm. And I was coming home from Hay and I just couldn't shake the feeling of how awful people felt. It was coming up Christmas. It was October 2019. No one was excited about Christmas. Like the drought had a deathly hold on everyone. Little did we know bushfires and COVID was coming. But, you know, everyone was a little bit sad. And as country people, you would know that 
if farmers don't have money, towns don't have money. Like it's as simple as mm. that. You know, string of bad harvest, then the township is really starting to struggle, especially as far as retail goes. And so buy from the bush was a hashtag at the time and starting to trend. And I just, people had asked me all week, how do I get involved? I'm using the hashtag and I don't understand. And I find that a lot of people, uh, who have had retail shops for a long time have embraced Facebook but hadn't really embraced Instagram mm. and therefore they didn't really know how to use Instagram. And so uh, I guess driving home from Hay and there's nothing to do but look at the planes, the flat planes all the way from Hay, um, I just had this thought, well, if I started a Facebook group, then everyone could just post their own things at their leisure and, you know, perhaps connect with other small business owners. And And so I sort of came home, it was Friday night and created this group and invited my business friends and as well as my friends and just sort of set the rule up of hey guys you know how about you post in here anything you've got for sale and hopefully then you'll get Christmas sales from people who aren't just in your town without having to have a website and all of that sort of thing and I think that's what I mean when I say it found me I was kind of just inviting my friends and my, you know, business colleagues and um, clients, not really expecting that I was actually building a movement um, Mm. rather than just something for my inner sanctum, I guess you could say. Mm. And building a a movement, yes. I mean, you've got 300,000 uh, a community of 300,000. I mean, that's that's massive. So, and that in itself tells you. It is insane, but it's, I mean, it, it, no, we're not putting ourselves in a small box, are we? <laughs> but, it, but it tells you um, how how important that is, you know, and how needed it was and how it's almost like people were, uh, you know, I, I understand the, a lot of the people with retail businesses, um, most of them are older people, you know, and I'm not saying old, but older, mm. you know, they've had, they had their business and it's just been mm. chugging along and um, they've relied on, as you said, farmers and the, the town. Foot traffic. Yeah, mm. yeah, foot traffic. And the, the online stuff has been a bit daunting. You know, it's not mm. someone who's um, 60 who's got a dress shop in Horsham, you know, probably doesn't want to suddenly build a website and you know get on Instagram and show pictures and all that sort of stuff so you've you've kind of almost uh, come along with a you know Noah's Ark you know everybody jump in and we'll we'll (laughs) sail off together and 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 clearly they've they've absolutely loved that you know and absolutely felt well they've trusted you anyway and they've felt that uh, this is you know that saying you know let's all get in it together the more people in a movement together you know the the, the bigger it grows and Absolutely. And I just think also that it sort of was a way of connecting the city to the bush. Like I think that, and I also, and and of course, you know, I think the bushfires and COVID sort of exacerbated that, but certainly the bushfires, I think there's a lot of people out there who donated money, but really felt that that wasn't filling the whole of what they wanted to do. And Mm. I think this whole being able to spend money with the actual business owner just helps so much um and you know that the money is going to them because you know i'll be frank um as rural farmers who have been in drought for a very long time although we've had a really good harvest now i will premise that but um we haven't seen any of that money like all that Mm. money that was raised on the today show all that money that was raised you know for the drought funding and that yes we've probably seen it secondhand in that infrastructure and tourism and things like that 
but our bank account isn't any fuller because of mm. all that money raised. Yeah. But, you know, when you can actually spend directly with the business owner, you know that that money is going straight into their bank account, helping them put food on the table or buy more stock or whatever it is that they want mm. to do with it. Yeah, that's a really good point, isn't it? Because, and people do, most people are, are very altruistic. You know, most people want to feel good and they want want to mm. know that they've helped somebody. And, and you know, I understand this because, you know, and I've said this a million times on my podcast. Well, I don't have a million podcasts, so I haven't said it that many <laughs> times. I'm exaggerating. But it's, um, you, you know, I've said that the the fires, you know, the fires gutted me. They absolutely broke me. Mm-hmm. and And it was the feeling of, of helplessness I wanted Mm. to help you and didn't know how and I think when you Mm. and with with my um not-for-profit one planet classrooms a lot of people have said to me you know because we support communities in Africa and and a lot of people want to do that and they don't know how and many people have said to me you're providing a conduit you know that that helps me directly help someone so it's it's very it's exactly the same for what you're doing you're providing a conduit you know for people to fulfill their altruistic goals you you know but and and you do feel great you know when when I don't care what anybody says. You you feed your own, you know, you're doing it for a selfish reason as well. I want to feel great. But why why can't both of you feel great? Why can't I feel yeah. great for giving? And why can't they feel great? Because they've got food on their table. You know, I, I think that it's win-win for everybody. And yeah, I think that's... I agree entirely, entirely. Yeah. 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 But, you know, I will say as well, it, it's not all perfect. Like I would say that I have seen the very best and the very worst of humanity through this particular group like when you have 300,000 people they are not all going to get along and they are not all going to like me or my rules Mm. and I have had to grow quite a thick skin over the last 15 months or so for sure. Wow do you think that's um, a little I'm going to just say it I don't care it offends people it's bloody ungrateful it really it is you know you, 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 well, there are a lot of ungrateful people out there who want everything for free and I get messages you know from people saying things like oh you know I think you're being horribly unfair or you know that's you're just being uh, petty and it's just like uh, no I'm giving up my time to try and help you grow your business so move right along wow it's kind of like it's it's and 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 we should also say that it's very few that businesses that do that you know because we don't want to be tarnishing the good businesses but it's um yeah I always think like that I I I kind of get a bit excited when people unsubscribe or when people leave and (laughs) because I think you know you're actually not part of my tribe so yeah that's right see you later but um yeah I, I also think that you know with you can join any group you like on Facebook and all those sort of things like there's just tons and tons and tons if it doesn't serve you just move to the next one and just you know, you know yeah. we can all be kind I think there's you know we can just find what fits us and 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 be kind now you sort of then extended that to uh, spend with us so that because yeah, I'm not busy enough that I decided to do something different again so my marketing and social media business still runs parallel to all these other things yeah. but I guess one of the things that I kept finding with a group that's so big is posts disappear really quickly and from a consumer side people would say to me oh I, I saw this post but now I can't find it anywhere yeah. and again you listen to these things as a business mm. owner or you know as a marketer and I think I've heard that too many times what's the solution to that so my solution was creating a marketplace 
um, for it. So like an Amazon, but only for rural and regional businesses in Australia. But I knew that I couldn't do it myself. I didn't have the enthusiasm, you might say. I didn't have the expertise because I love social media and marketing. I love teaching marketing. I do not love uh, looking after the back end of a marketplace. So um, a couple of girls, Lauren and Sarah, had been with us and they created a marketplace for that or a website for that through the bushfires. And we sort of collaborated a couple of times in the last few months. And basically I just went to them and said, look, I've got this huge group. I want to create a marketplace. Are you interested in, um, you know, perhaps joining forces or doing any collaboration? And um, because this is what I want to do, but why compete with you? So we ended up going to partnership with each other. So these are two girls uh, um, up until probably just before Christmas, I would say I've never met. So I went into (laughs) business with two women I'd never met other than over Zoom. Sarah, I still don't know what she looks like from, you know, the waist down because I've only ever seen her on Zoom. Uh, Lauren, I have actually met, so that was lovely. But I felt really like a big adult (laughs) going into business with people I didn't even know. So we created a marketplace called Spend With Us. Um, So it's, yeah, it's just like an Amazon, basically, as in everyone has their own store, but you only check out the ones it's not like ebay where you have to check out um you know with each person um so yeah we started that on the first of august that was our launch date for our new marketplace and it's been a ride oh that's fantastic (laughs) that is such a that is such a great idea you know a lot of people would see that as too daunting do you know oh yeah i know that it would be good if all this stuff was in one place but oh i don't don't know how to do it you know and i love that you've just found two other people that you didn't really know (laughs) you know well you knew but you kind of kind of knew do you know and and by the way i reckon she wears shorts underneath you know (laughs) under the desk but i always well i do yeah (laughs) shorts and thongs no one sees that but that's uh it's why did you I want to talk a bit more about the website but why why did you like that's a big that's a big risk you know hooking up with two people that you've never met so what what was it Mm. about them that that made you think uh, they've got something that I that if we all joined together, we'd make something dynamic, but also there must have been something personal about each of those that you went, I trust that person. How did you arrive at that yeah, decision? I'm not, I guess I haven't thought too deeply about that, Karen, but I had a couple of admins that helped me out with buyer from a bush business because you know, when you're dealing with such a big crowd uh, or a big membership, you can't do it all on your own. Yeah. And they were turned out to be really horrible people. Um, and I trusted them. Um, I, I was actually at the point where I was ready to give the group up to them. They wanted to take it over. I was like, yeah, okay, I'm out because I really wanted to grow my social media and marketing business. Mm. And it turned out that at the 11th hour, I found out a little bit more about these people and what they were saying, perhaps behind my back, real schoolyard stuff. And they weren't nice people at all. So all of a sudden, I had this group back all on my own. And I think I was just at the end of my tether like I just I didn't have time to put into it and Lauren and Sarah like I said we collaborated a couple of times before we decided to go into business together so I kind of knew that they had very similar values to me they were volunteering all their time to help these businesses they weren't turning any money over um and that was kind of what I was doing so I knew we had similar values that Mm. way and I think it was 
just if I didn't do it the group would eventually disappear because it was just all becoming too much for me to run by myself and grow my social media marketing business which is where my passion was Mm. um so yeah I think it was a combination of all those things Uh, but definitely coming across two women who didn't want all the limelight to themselves because certainly I didn't experience but I know Sarah and Lauren did they tried to collaborate with a couple of other people and the other people didn't want that it was kind of like they wanted all the glory for themselves or Mm. there could have been another explanation for it most certainly but that's the way uh, it appeared um so when I approached them I guess they were kind of like oh wow okay this person wants to you know basically uh you know collaborate with us for Mm. a start but then yeah um I guess it was a values thing again a business value thing and when people are willing to give up up to seven hours of their day voluntarily to help other small business owners day in day out you kind of know they're good people yeah yeah that's true (laughs) and it seems to be taken for granted quite often doesn't it it's kind of like can you do it for free and it's like oh god yeah I've got got to do a little bit of time in my own business or I'm not gonna eat yeah (laughs) exactly exactly Yeah. yeah Mm. Oh no, that's that's fantastic, and and so it's called um, spendwithus.com.au. So people can go there and have a look at uh, you know yeah. the marketplace in there and buy stuff. Now, what if you uh, let's say I'm a small business, I, I am a small business, but I don't have any retail, I don't have any earrings <laughs> or anything like that. But let's say I do. You know, <laughs> how, how do I uh, go about joining that? You know, getting my stuff on that. Uh, website yeah so interestingly enough um service-based businesses can join the platform if they feel that you know we had an audience that we could help them reach more people too so it's just not for retailers but basically um so spend with us buy from a bush business marketplace is now one it has a marketplace it has a facebook group so we did kind of join all those things together but people can take up several different memberships we do have a um, a free membership for anyone who was affected by bushfires uh, for 12 months so that's our sort of way of giving back to yeah. those businesses that even though we're 12 months on are still really hurting um, yeah. and you know some of them just still haven't got anywhere near back to where they were you know 18 months ago type of thing Uh, and then we have other types of memberships as well so and a top level membership um, allows you to post in the group um, whenever you want the group is free to post but you have to wait for me to approve your post Um, and of course you know I'm a busy lady so that happens about twice a day but as a VIP you get to post in there as much as you want to that three crowd of 300,000 people but yeah so it's membership based we don't take a commission on sales except for one membership which is free so then you kind of work it out whether you want to pay a subscription and the the most uh, so our um, highest package is 147 a year which is 40 cents a day so we kind of feel that that is um, and we don't take any commissions on your sales after that Um, but if you chose the free platform or the free membership there is a commission taken so that's kind of how it works um, for small businesses and even if you've got your own website it's still a really good idea to be on a marketplace because Mm. You know, I do all the marketing. You know, we have the Google uh, dynamic ads going. We have the Facebook ads going. You know, Mm. we do interviews like this where we're getting the name out there Mm. and uh, we had a TV ad and radio running before Christmas. Like, so our reach is so much bigger than just 
your single website, um, unless you're really, really good at this. I shouldn't say everybody's website, but (laughs) I know as an ex-retailer, when we set up our website, it was a whole other full-time job trying to keep that website up to date and, Mm. uh, you know, the selling and the packaging and the sending and, you know, all of that sort of thing. So I get that people perhaps sometimes put up a website and maybe don't realise the amount of work that then has to go into it to yeah. get traffic a but also to keep it up to date yeah yeah i agree so where do people um where do people if if i okay if i want to be on that marketplace where do we start do we connect yeah, we so join you, the group or we how yeah do we start? no so you just go to the website and then there's a little button up the top right hand corner that says become a member and then you can kind of just have a bit of a read through um, all of our different membership packages and choose which one suits you or get in contact you know uh, there is a support email uh, we are more than happy to help people the group of course is on Facebook so buy from a bush business and everyone's uh, you know more than welcome to join up for that for free and you can certainly post in that for free um, once a day for as many days as you like the only catch is you have to wait for me to have a free moment <laughs> to go and approve and I'm approving you know four or five hundred posts at once so you know I've got to have an hour or so to dedicate to that a couple of times a day wow wow that would do my head in but anyway I'm glad you're doing it but so and that is the the website we're talking about is um spendwithus.com.au isn't it yeah 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 that's perfect thank you Oh, that that's that's great. I love it. I, I think it's wonderful. I, I think that it's amazing how much uh, work you put into it, you know, that's unpaid and you, you know it's it's hard. So it's, it's hard slog, but anyway, it's um people use it properly and use it wisely and I think it's a bloody great platform. I think it's it's Yeah, it is. And like coming up to Christmas, the support we got from um, corporate Australia was amazing. We had a couple of corporate companies who came and spent like thirty, forty thousand dollars in gift wow. vouchers on our platform. So basically gave all of their staff a hundred, hundred and fifty dollar gift vouchers or something. So wow. that's all that traffic that then comes back onto our site to look. I think we've got about seven hundred businesses on the spend with us site. So it's not as big as the Facebook group as much mm. as we, you know, hope to keep growing it to the point where it can be. But uh, you know, that's seven hundred businesses that now get in front of all these yeah, yeah. brand new clients who perhaps didn't know we existed until they got mm. a gift voucher from you know their managers and you know corporate Australia supporting rural and regional businesses um, was you know amazing as well we um, mm. were very thankful for that wow I love it absolutely love it ah, now now I've sort of got <laughs> right into it I was listening to you and I was almost mesmerized by it now for, I almost forgot I was recording a podcast but <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> and so um one thing that a line that we did mention at the very start here in, in the intro was that you believe that um, the currency of community is underestimated by most businesses and it's really profound you know it's something that they uh, just not even realizing that it is such a such a thing and such an important thing so explain what that means um, the currency of community of the community yeah so I think community is um just such an important element to any business and also a really important marketing strategy as well you know having surrounding yourself with people who know like and trust you um Mm. building that community and almost putting that picket fence around your community so you know 
you're the person that they come to for whatever your expertise, whether it's social media and marketing like myself or whether you just sell the best dresses that have the most amazing pockets because you can't buy a dress out of pocket. That's just ridiculous. Like, you know, whatever your expertise is, you know, having that gateway to your community, I guess, um, is kind of what I'm talking about there. But also as humans, we have this fundamental need to belong to something. Yeah. Um, whatever it is that you want to belong to you we are as you know we are I guess social creatures as such Mm. and I think that's one of the reasons why my group has grown so big Um, now you know I have another Facebook group like-minded business owners and it's only got 800 people in it so you know I do uh, have other smaller groups type of thing but it's the same principle I'm creating a community of people who like the way I explain marketing and social media and also want to interact with other people in that community. So, yeah. you know, they've got a question about their book work, you know, so the people who are experts in book work that are in my group, they answer them, you know, it's mm. just not the Jenny show. It's creating that community that becomes the go-to place. And I think that corporates really need to embrace this having their community, whether it's online or offline. Yeah, I guess I, football I clubs are another really great example. You know, if you yeah. want to take it offline, like you know, football clubs aren't about playing football necessarily. They're about creating the community. And mm. I know my little football club just down the road that my children play in. That's all there is. Mm. Like, there's no pub anymore. That there's nothing. There's just a football club. So it is literally the hub of our community. Yeah. And even people who haven't played football for 20, 30 years come on a Saturday because that's their community that they belong to. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's, and it, you know, we talk about uh, like particularly COVID, you know, everyone's been so isolated, Mm. you you know, and so you can't, a lot of these community things like in-person physical community things, you know, have kind of not fizzled out, but they've been, they've been sat back, you know, and just, just hold back, wait till all this is over. But, you know, and a lot of people haven't been able to find online communities or or, or they don't even have access to, a, they don't have the technology or they don't have the, you know, the comprehension, understanding of technology, you know, to, mm. to, to how do I find a group that, that serves me and suits me and that I feel a part of. And I think mm. this is why we've had a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of mental health uh, deterioration, you know, going on that people just haven't felt connected and they haven't felt that sense yeah. of community. And I think exactly uh, like when I receive messages from people about a, a group that is primarily about selling, that the messages are something like, you know, I've been so lonely. I haven't been able to find mm. people who, you know, think like me or, you know, know what I'm going through and mm. I found it in your group. That yeah. is astounding to me because the group is actually about selling, that people are finding community within that community. It's just not about selling. It's about, you know, cheering people on or being an artist and having another artist connect and say oh my god that's beautiful uh you know where do you live let's go for a cuppa or let's catch up on zoom or whatever that is like it's just I'm my community just isn't about selling and buying it's so much bigger than that I think um it's yeah since COVID I've been part of two communities you know online and and I've I've needed it you know and I'm I'm a well I'm a sociable person but I'm an introvert too actually I found out I'm I'm an ambivert which is very interesting, but any which is which I can be either. It depends on the situation, which is which is kind of was very true because I've sat in the middle and not really known which way to swing. Anyway, but it's it's very interesting. But I've been part of this um, part of two groups, and I think that's 
you know, been vitally important. And something that you, you know, you reminded me of is that with community, we, we there's, a, there's a sort of a stigma attached or we think there is, you know, if I'm in business and I'm having a tough time, I'm failing, you know, therefore, you know, I'm crap as a business owner and, you know, I'm terrible at this. And then we start to tell ourselves all this negative stuff, you know, I shouldn't be in business, I'm not good at it, you know, and everything else. And Or we're having some family troubles, you know, and we think, um, I'm, I've got a whole big sense of shame going here. You know, I, I feel like, you know, I'm on my own. And, you know, my partner, Nikki, you know, writes blogs and her, the whole vision, the whole whole purpose behind it is to uh, help people feel like they're not alone. And I think that's mm. a big part of community is that you can you can say, I'm having a tough time. Do you, something's not right. I'm feeling, you know, I, I'm feeling a bit down, blah, blah, blah. And people can grab you before it gets to that complete mm. disaster uh, of um, I'm a failure, I'm no good, you know, people just kind of, it's almost like they they see you go over the side of the boat and they chuck the, the boy out straight <laughs> away, you know, before you actually sink and they've got to come diving to find you, you know. it's a- Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, I think social media has a little bit to answer for there that, you know, it's the highlight reel. A lot of people, um, yeah. you know, and rightly so or wrongly so, depending on what side of the bench you sit, they really only put out you know the amazing things that are in their business and in their life and in their family and whatever so that's you know a couple of times you know on this podcast already I've sort of spoken about you know it it wasn't perfect you know like you could tell a story and leave out all the pitfalls but I think it's really important for people to realize yes you know I have this amazing community and lots of people will sort of say to me 300,000 I'd kill to have that community that big I'm like no you actually wouldn't like you know it's 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 a lot of work. Yes, it warms my heart so much. But, you know, every now and then it makes me cry and there are some horrible people out there um, and you've just got to kind of move on from there or, you know, pivoting your business. It's not easy. Even though it looks like Johnny did it on social media and it looked perfect and easy, it wasn't, I'm sure. And it's really important to show that as well, to show the human side in that, you know, human-to-human marketing, which is, you know, a really big part of what I talk about when I talk about marketing. Yeah, I agree. It's it's building real really good relationships, isn't it? You know, mm. we underestimate the value in that in yeah. business. You know, it's kind of like now I've got a product to sell. You're my uh, customer, and you you I sell it, you buy it. But I don't believe in that at all. You know, I, I believe that you've got to build relationships with people, and yeah. it, it doesn't take it takes you an extra minute. You know, to to be kind and you know, and give a smile and say hi. You know, I was on a, a call the other day um, on, on Zoom and, you know, at the end of it, I, I started to say something nice to the person who was running it and she said, yeah, all right, anyway, I'll see you later and, and hung up the Zoom. And I thought to myself, well, that's not good, you know, and and I've got a thick skin and it's kind of like, you know, whatever, but, but uh, that's, it takes... 30 seconds to say thank you so much I'm really I'm really glad you enjoyed it and and you know I hope we stay in touch you only have to say that and say I'll I'll catch you soon and that's an extra 10 seconds uh, to to completely completely change the ball game totally change the ball game and it's um yeah absolutely absolutely it's it's Mm. amazing now are you before we go into um you, you 
what do you do? Because I know I'm going to forget this. Like, if people come to you for for services, what what are you offering? Because I don't want to overlook that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess um, one of the biggest things I do is host workshops for small business owners. So travel around or do them via Zoom. I think I did like 47 Zoom webinars last wow. year. It was just phenomenal. Um, just basically teaching. Uh, and marketing as such, uh, you know, and marketing is everything for me. Um, and that's one of the philosophies that I do teach, but I teach, you know, um, using social media. So whether that's Instagram, Facebook, uh, or LinkedIn, um, email marketing is a bit of a focus for me this year. I feel that that's really an underutilized marketing strategy for small businesses. So I've yeah. got a bit of a focus on that in the first half of this year. Um, and I run masterminds. So I do have one-to-one coaching, um, but I mastermind. So that group coaching sort of yeah. model is generally what I do. And of course, um, I've always done that in person, but of course with COVID last year, uh, you know, I pivoted and Mm. therefore I could do it online and, you know, have people from Brisbane and Perth and Sydney and everywhere in between type of thing, rather than just my women in business group that I run um, locally um, as well. So that's kind of, yeah, my business model is that mainly teaching and whether that's masterminds or one-to-one coaching. I love it because, you know, most of us don't, um, well, well, first of all, the thing you said about, you know, going online, that's been a bloody godsend. I don't care what anybody says. You know, we've we've been able to reach all these people that that Mm -hmm. we just couldn't reach before or what we didn't think to reach before. And I I reckon that is is, uh, fantastic. But as well, you marketing, you know, there are so many people I know, including myself, um, who just, do not get marketing. You know, just don't like, understand it at all. It seems to be one of those, you know, big corporate words that we all kind of back yeah. away from and, you know, and, and shrink. You know, we, we, we shrink when we come up against that word because it's kind of like, you know, I feel inadequate. You know, I don't feel it's a bit intimidating, that word. So the fact that you run these workshops and, you know, people can just join them and uh, get on there. Yeah, I, I think that's that's fantastic. And that's through your website, um, socialmediamarketing.com.au. Social media, social media and, and marketing. Market. I'm going to put these in the show notes. So don't don't distress. But if anyone's listening to it, they might be thinking, I'm going to have a look at that. You know, so socialmediaandmarketing.com.au. Because I think that's... Um, we, we need somebody, you know, saying this is how you market. And email marketing and automation that stuff it puts off so many people it it had me put off for so bloody long I have set up an automation system but I tell you what I'm not good at managing it because it's just one of those things it's like oh god it's one of those admin things that you just got in the background and gives you the shits so (laughs) it's you know if um if to, to sit in on a workshop you know I think that that's just a fantastic so thank thank you for offering them and I reckon there's yeah, a lot no of people way. they need them we we need yeah. them we need that yeah. stuff um and if you head back sort of you know I guess 18 months two years ago back when I was at that crossroads of you know leaving the partnership and starting my own business I didn't know what to call my business um and I went to um you know the place where you type in to see what urls yeah. are free and I couldn't believe that social media marketing was free and I'm like oh, I just got to have that that's the name of my business so there you go sometimes you can overthink things and other times it's like I can't believe that's free as a domain that's ridiculous okay that's me 
I know it's it's am- and the, even that is daunting as you're saying that I'm thinking that you know for me I know you know if I'm going to register a business and and I do you know if it like get off the bench girls and hammers I register all the business names you know because and I buy the domain and and there's going to be a lot of people who uh, maybe not listening to this podcast most people listening to this I think have already got a small business but it's it's for those who haven't it's bloody daunting and it's kind of like I want to start a business, but I don't know how to. I don't know all that side of it. Start. And yeah. it's it's kind of you you do need to buy a domain, and you can you can just get it from GoDaddy or Squarespace or something or or dom- Vent- uh, Venture IP Venture IP, yeah dot com dot au. They're an Australian based company, so I'm always you know they they aren't rural or regional but they are an australian based company so ventureip.com.au is where i would send anyone who wanted to register a domain okay and i'm, I'm not an affiliate for them i just like them cuz they're australian owned <laughs> no that's good i'll put that in the show notes too as a mention but and and so you know then you've got to build your website but you need your domain name which is the you know .com or .com.au and then you have to attach it to a website that that's not I'm not saying that's easy um, but it is manageable and there are many people who do it if you can't do it yourself but you also need to go to ASIC and check uh, this is for Australians and just check if that business name is there and you've got to sort of match them up you know you've got to you've got to try and work out is the domain and the business same both available you know yeah, because- check out trademarks as well make sure those words aren't trademarked to someone else because the last thing you want to do is build all these assets and then find that you can't use those words collectively together or something like that yeah so where do people go to look at that trademarks because um i, I think it's uh, just uh oh gosh trade if you just google trademarks australia just making sure that you're always looking for a .gov.au site because there's a lot of other sites who would love yeah. to t- tell you information, but just making sure that I think it's um, IP Australia or something like that. Um, yeah. if you're looking intellectual property IP uh, yeah. and trademarks. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. There's a lot of those um, organisations who try to do that. They send me, I get it all the time. Oh, your domain's about to go up, yeah. you know, or your, your business name, you know, you That's need to. Con. Oh, they shit me to tears. I always make sure I take a photo of them, put them up on social media so that I warn as many people as I can. If you get a note like this, it's not real. Don't pay it. Oh, that's fantastic. I was, um, my sister was registering a business and she said to me, um, so I said, you've got to get an an ABN. And she said, oh, I I looked it up and they're $100 and blah, blah, blah. I said, no, 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 no. No, don't because that's don't do that. They might be a broker or they might be a con artist, but don't bloody do it. Just go straight to abr.gov.au and get the bloody thing straight from there. It doesn't cost you anything. <laughs> but this is the problem, you know. The, the buggers put their SEO straight up so that you you exactly. you, you, you hit them first, and yeah, yeah. that's, that's why you got to always look for that .gov.au to make sure it's a government uh, yeah. website you're heading to for that sort of information. God, there's some shitheads out there, isn't there? There are. I don't know why we could do that. Like, give me the shits. I just think if we all just Earn bloody, money the honest way. I know. <laughs> if we're all honest and we all bloody were considerate to each other, then we wouldn't have half the bloody problems in the world. But anyway. That's a different um, podcast. Yeah, that's, it is a whole different. Hey, I, sh- I should do the Crack the Shits podcast. I reckon that'd be a ripper. I'd, I'd bloody be, uh, you know, right up the top in that one. Anyway, So what, what are your thoughts on um, building a community? Because, you know, you said, as you've said, you know, there's some issues with it and everything else. But, but um, despite you saying that, there are still going to be people who are desperate to build a community. So what 
sort of tips you've got to how do you build a community, an online community? Um, yeah, so I guess something we've t- spoken about a couple of times already is know your business values. So know what your business values are because you want to attract the people that have the same values as you yeah. do. Um and that's what will make a good community if you're all sort of starting from that base. Um, but communities are a really great way of, you know, learning, people learning a little bit more about you. So that whole know, like and trust factor, someone has to know you, like you and trust you to want to become part of your community for sure. Yeah. Uh, but sort of knowing what the goal is for that community. Mm. What's the goal of the community? Like the goal of um, Buy From a Bush Business was to help as many business owners as I possibly can. And that's why there's 300,000 people in there because I'm not really um, targeting a specific business or anything like that. I'm just like, yeah, if you want to come and sell, here you go, here's the platform. Like-minded business owners is my other online community. So the goal of that is to attract people who like marketing the way I market or like to be taught marketing the way I like to be taught or or I Mm. like to teach type of thing so they they like my tips and tricks and they like my videos and things like that and they like me um and and also that that they want to be in a community that's giving so one thing about my Facebook group uh, like-minded business owners it might be small and mighty but you go in there and everybody is helping everybody it's yeah. not the jenny show even though i might be the one who posts the most in there mm. i'm creating conversations between mm. people and we're learning you know everything from a little bit of personal stuff to learning what they do and what they have to sell and it's kind of like this platform that people can come in and feel comfortable i guess yeah. feel like you know there's no such thing as a silly question and and that these people are there to support them so and that's the goal of that particular group so it's kind of you've got to know why you want the group and you need to um just get out there and start spreading the word once you start it and everyone starts with one person um in their group so you know if your group's sitting on 10 and you can't get it any further then you just need to talk about it more often um whether that's on instagram or um you know things like that you can't run ads to groups just yet on facebook which is a bit of a bummer i'd love to run some (laughs) ads to uh, buy from bush business to get more people um more buyers in there not so much more sellers but definitely more buyers but that's not something that Facebook is offering at the moment but I think they're the two things know your um your business values and know why you want the group don't do it because everybody else has got one or you know especially if you're in business you think oh gosh everybody that I know has got a group I should because they're a lot of work there are a billion groups out there that are just dead in the water because the person whose group it is just doesn't have the time to put into it because they are they're a lot of work even yeah. when you've just got a couple of hundred people in there to keep the conversation going um yeah it is a lot of work a lot of voluntary work yeah it, it is I know we've got a girls with hammers uh, community do you, you know group and it's um yeah. yeah we struggle you know like we we struggle to get back in there all the time do you, you know we try but it's just it's it, it is very very time consuming and and thankfully we've got a small but very loyal group 
so we we manage it you know like we can uh, yeah. we can keep people interested but it's it's very hard to at the yeah. end of the day you kind of like oh god you know i just i just want to go to bed but oh, <laughs> i'll just i'll just put that in there you know but it's and it's not because you don't care it's just because you, you you're just bloody exhausted yourself yeah you've got it only a certain amount of hours in the day and i do have a va who helps me um you know on the social media and marketing side of the business it's just not me i do have a va who helps me uh do things so I certainly yeah. couldn't do it without Lily. So she's yeah. just amazing. Yeah, something I need to learn. I I do have to find myself one. But anyway, enough of my faults because we could list it. We could sit here for uh, to three hours listing the flaws that I've got. You know, nobody's buddy perfect. But anyway, no. um, it's it's. And I think the other thing with the community too is. Uh, you know, you, you 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 touched on it, but you didn't go into it. You know, we hinted at it. Is is uh, knowing your values and your goals is not not sort of spreading it out. You know, like building it deep. You, you should be building it deep because if you start, the temptation is metrics. You, you know, we we all know this. You, you know, mm-hmm. it's uh, vanity metrics. Oh oh. Three more people joined and they're talking about blue shoes. Oh, well, well let's change our group to, to cater for them because they're talking. And it's it's really important not to change your group. You, you know, like you can still in, embrace them and bring them in, and you, but but not not just head off in a different direction because three people are talking yeah. about blue shoes and that that kind of stuff. And before you know it, you've got your group spread so bloody wide that you don't you're not catering to anybody. So no, and that's a business model all unto itself, isn't it? We should yeah. always go deep with our niche. Uh, you know, if you speak like an American, you know, what do they say? The the riches are in the niches, which is, you know, what we say <laughs> niche, but they call it niches. So, you know, the money is in the niche. Yeah. Um, but also building community, um, you've got to be um, collaborative as well. Yeah. Like, you know, none of my groups um, are the Jenny show. They are yeah. all about the community yes I am at the helm of the community and I'm kind of like their mayor and I get to say who comes in and who doesn't come in and I have to set the behavior of those groups but it's not it's not the gen show it's definitely you know it's in about an abundance mindset so I have Mm -hmm. other marketers in my um, marketing Facebook um, and you know I sort of have an abundance mindset. Occasionally they might overstep the line and I'll delete something um, because it's just too close. You know, communities are hard and I don't necessarily want someone else coming in and stealing my community. But generally you've got to have an abundance mindset. If you're going to make it all about yourself, that's not everyone's favourite subject. Everyone's yeah. favourite subject is themselves, themselves. Not you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we could do that better, I think, too. But anyway, uh, there's we can. We're, you know what? That's a business, isn't it? It's, it's always yep, something to improve <laughs> all the bloody time. So, um, and then your podcast. That's that's the other thing. You've got a um a podcast called Small Business Made Simple. So, what sort of yeah. stuff are you talking about on that? Of course, small business made simple. But you know, <laughs> yeah. So just. Uh, I- I guess one of the philosophies is, you know, business can be hard, but it doesn't have to be. It should be simple or at least a little bit simpler. Um, So that's basically what the podcast is all about. So um, I'm up to episode 107, I think, or something like that. Um, And I do have guests on that talk, have expertise that's different to mine. Um, But otherwise, it's just tips and tricks and hacks and um, things about just marketing and social media, uh, I think, 
people have to hear things several times before they will take action and I guess that's yeah. why podcasting does so well is because you can listen mm. to me or 20 others and somewhere the message is going to either be different to what you've heard in the past or all of a sudden you're going to hear the right message yeah because um, business is it's really hard it can be really lonely and mm. you know especially if you live rurally um and you don't have you know those people that surround you who know what you do um you know I reckon if you ask my mum dad brother and sister what I did they'd have absolutely no (laughs) idea what I do in a business Uh, so you've got to surround yourself with those people who do know what you do and can encourage you as well but um yeah so the podcasting is just another way of creating that community but also you know just giving some free tips and tricks Mm, that's fantastic well so that is called small business made simple so maybe go and subscribe to that so you can start a small business and and not be so (laughs) scared of it you know and it's um no I love it I think that um you know it's you're right and when sometimes we're not ready to hear it you know three months ago we could have heard the exact same thing and we're not ready to hear it and then suddenly we hear it again and bam there it is it's like oh I, I didn't think of that. Yeah, but I've told you mm. 10 times. Well, now I've heard it, you know, so I, I think that um, there's a lot I've of value in I've seen it so that. many times just in my own business journey of, yeah. you know, listening to someone and all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, yes, <laughs> why haven't I thought about that before? You just hear it differently. I guess it's like watching the same program over and over again and then all of a sudden seeing something different. Uh, yeah, yeah. you hear a line that you've never heard before like I've watched this a hundred times how have I missed that but your brain you, what is it the um when the student is ready the teacher appears so yeah, when you're ready yeah. to hear it you'll hear it yeah I agree and I also think that uh you know you touched on this too is that y- you might say it 10 times but then one other person might say it in a different voice or just that mm-hmm. just that little tweaking of it you know and someone goes oh I get it, you know, because they've, that person, whether it's you or someone else, has spoken in that the, the way that they learn, you know, mm-hmm. because we, we all learn differently and we all hear things differently and we all interpret from, you know, different people make us hear different things. So, yeah, yeah I, I, and it I might sound different on Monday than what it did last Friday <laughs> just because you're, you're different. You've grown four days. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and or even the, the fact that you know you you weren't happy on Monday, you know, yeah. so you're not you're not taking yeah. stuff in. But I feel great yeah. today, so I've I've heard it. So I, I think you know the whole thing about repeating things over and over. I mean, shit, I say get off the bench a bloody million times a day, and it's just over and over and over. And at the end of every podcast, I bang on and bang on about, come on, guys, you know, <laughs> they must be. I reckon everybody, sorry guys out there listening to me, I reckon you all must be like thinking, <laughs> fucking, let's stop saying it. You know, we get it. We get it. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep doing it because, uh, you know, one of these days it's gonna the, the, the penny will drop. And but anyway, so you've got um, uh, yeah. So what is it, your podcast slogan? I actually love that. You know, being in business is never easy, but it can be simple. And you, you you've just said that, but I reckon that's a really a really good slogan. Did you? How did you? Like, is there a philosophy behind that or uh, something or? Man, I'm kind of the most unintelligent person in the world. Like, you know, um, (laughs) it just, 
So when I started my podcast, I didn't know, like my, I had my business name because the domain was free. So like these things look like really big, bright ideas, but they're really not. They just come to me. And I guess that's a lesson in learning to listen, but I wanted a theme song for my podcast. And so yeah. for four days, I sat there listening to things in um, uh, premium beach, I think it's called, yeah. just listening to one after the other after the other and the theme song that I found that I really like you know talks about you know it being simple and that and I'm like oh my god small business made simple that's the name of my podcast you know about never dreaming small and I was like oh yeah like so things just I guess um when you're open to them, they just sort of come to you. But as a business owner, we know that sometimes you can get bogged down with the stupidest things and the smallest things seem like the biggest until we solve them or until someone helps them, helps us with them. So I guess it's just sort of that as well. Like, you know, business isn't supposed to be hard. It really should be simple or at least a a bit simpler. There are some principles that you need to know. And after that, you know, it's not really that hard but we yeah. make it hard. It is hard. I'm not meaning that business is easy, but it really is when you boil it down, it's simple. We need to attract enough people to buy enough things from us to make money, to have more products or more services to sell to more people. Like that's basically how yeah. business rolls, but all the bits in between that make it harder. And that is simple, isn't it? When you put it, yeah. when you put it into those terms, as, and then you get the complications. Oh, the bloody marketing and the social media. Yeah, yeah. and what's yeah. the marketing? You know, you've got to have the right message to the right person at the right time. How easy is that to say? Yeah. You know, but doing yeah. it is harder. Yeah. Oh, oh, look, messaging. I've I've struggled with my messaging. I'll say this, and then I'm like, nah, shit, that doesn't quite cut it. You know, and it's it's hard. You know, it is hard. But you know what? I think if you you love what you do. And you believe in what you do you just keep pushing you know you just yep. keep chipping away and and I, I i keep saying well you just keep getting closer to your target you know yep. and, and that's all you can do so well now i have absolutely loved this i love all my <laughs> i love i love doing podcasts i love chatting to people about great stuff and, and helping whoever's listening to you know to to learn just something new even if you grab one more thing each yeah. each episode you know that that's fantastic so the aim of the podcast is to inspire people to you know get off the bench actually start doing their thing and um, so what advice would you give? I see you've got a little kid there, I think. You're smiling at, yeah, are you? Or are you smiling <laughs> at your puppy dog? <laughs> no, 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 no. All good. No, smiling <laughs> at you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Jen, that's so beautiful. I thought you were distracted and I was thinking I'm just talking to myself here. But anyway, so the, so the aim of the podcast is to inspire people to get off the bench. So uh, what advice would you give to people who keep hashing an idea around and around and around inside their heads but they just can't get themselves over the line to start. What advice would you give them? My mentor had a little three words, which, you know, always drove me a little bit crazy, but they've become a bit of a philosophy for me and they are ready, fire, aim. Yeah. So not ready, aim, fire. Yeah. No, ready, fire, aim. Because the world doesn't need someone else aiming to do something. We just need to do it. Just yep. get off the bench, do it. If it doesn't work, figure out why. There's no such thing as failure. You'll learn a lesson somewhere. Um, yeah, just it's just a matter of just putting it out to the market. And and I get that it's 
scary. Like, you know, when I decided to be a marketing and social media business coach, mm. I thought everyone who knew me would think, who does she think she is? <laughs> like there's a whole imposter syndrome just comes yeah. raining down. But if you love it, and I knew that I knew things that could help other business owners. So that was a stronger need for me than worrying about what anyone thought about me. Yes, I get you know a little bit irky when I see my sister like something of mine on Instagram that's all about business or something like that because you know she's a school teacher and sometimes I think, man, she must think I'm crazy. Look at all my <laughs> photos, and, you know. Um, but, you know, I know that you have to show up as a human being, but her yeah. as a school teacher who's not a business owner must think, gee, my sister's so vain. She's got so many photos on the internet of herself. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, I need to do what you know what is going to serve my clients and my customers um but yeah for me it's exactly what you I say ready fire aim you say get off the bench it's Mm. the same philosophy just get out there do it don't worry about what anyone else is going to think and ask for help it's okay you know you might look at people's perfect Instagram or perfect Facebook or someone who might have a 300,000 members in their Facebook group and think, wow, I could never do that. Well, we all started where you are. Yeah. Um, so yeah. stop comparing yourself to where people are now. Mm. Compare them to where they were when they started off, just like you and yeah. work from there. Yeah. And you're never going to get to 300 if you're going to sit there and say, I'll never get there. Like if you don't even start. So you just got to start. And it's, and it's not about the numbers. It's just, you know, it's, 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 but, but yeah, I love what you're saying, you know, and I've heard that many, many times, you know, ready, fire, aim. And it's, it's, you know, sometimes you don't even know what you're aiming at. You know, I think you've got to have a vision or a goal or a a direction you're going in and you, you, you can't fine tune that. You can't aim, you can't fine tune until you start. And then you, you, all these things happen that surprise you and, you know, they come out left of field. You've just got to, you, you've got to uh, fine tune as you're going. And it's um, yeah, and be willing to listen, like, you know, yeah. listen to listen, not listen to repeat or to answer. Yeah. Uh, you know, like one of my things I'm running shortly is going to be an email marketing um, mastermind class because, all last year heading in you know the last six months I'd heard so many people talking about email marketing and where to start and you know what will I do and what technology should I use and all this so I listened and went okay I can help with that but I don't want to write a course and have them download something I want to actually walk them through it so this is how I'm going to do it so again if you listen to your marketplace who you're attracting as long as it's aligned with your values and business goals I think um you know that's a way to grow a business as well yeah yeah I love it you've given us um so many tips in there it's just uh, really good and so much inspiration too you know just and your honesty you know it just share it says I can have a successful business it's going to be tough um you know it's not all bloody you know I can't think of the word I'm thinking of unicorns and roses you know but um <laughs> but the, but the fact is you know if it's if it's something you really value and love and you know you know you're, you it's part of your why it's it's worth doing you know it's just worth yeah. having those shitty days because when you have your wins 
that the double the double the fun you know when you've you're the yeah. one that's orchestrated all, all of it it's just it's great so where can we find you I've said a few things but let's um wrap up with a bit of an overview and then I'm going to put them all in the show <laughs> I feel show like notes. I'm just all over the place trying to explain where I can go so um obviously uh, if you want to <laughs> check out the marketplace go to spendwithus.com.au but if you'd like to connect with me um yeah I'd love to connect with you so um in, on Instagram at small business made simple which of course is the name of the podcast uh, LinkedIn is one of my favorite places to hang out if you happen to be on LinkedIn of course I'm just Jen Donovan there or come and find social media and marketing Australia on Facebook fantastic and um your website social media and marketing.com.au but you've also got jendonovan.com.au do you use yeah, it goes that? to the same website oh okay all right <laughs> no matter what you type in it'll go to the same website so one's just a redirect so yeah okay fabulous so um well, okay, there's a heap of places that people can get to you and and I'll make sure that I, you know, put them all in the links. But, yeah, this has been, this has been terrific, absolutely terrific. Thank and, you. Um, no, You're so I'll, great to talk to, so many great questions. Thank you for giving up so much time. Uh, it's my I, – I love this, I, I, you know. I would love to get paid for this, but it, I'm going I'm to do it anyway because I absolutely love it. And and it's you know it's 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 building for me. It's building networks, but not just building networks because you know also oh, what can I get? You know, it's not that at all. It's it's building networks with great people, and and I think that people who want to come on your podcast are people who they care you know to, for other people to grow and, and they're the sort of people I want to hang around with so you know yeah. I, I get a lot of value out of doing this I do get some people who say can I come and talk on your podcast or teach your uh your listeners how to you know get a six-figure business and I'm like <laughs> nah if you don't have a story about how many how all the challenges you went through you know and a real tell us the truth no you know because yeah uh, you, that just further intimidates people do you, you know if, if yeah. they've got someone on there saying how bloody good they are because they built a six-figure business you know I want to know how hard it was and I want to know how you yeah. overcame it that that's that's the key to and it. if someone yeah. says they built a six-figure business ask them what their um what their what their net profit was not their gross yeah <laughs> six, six figures you know like okay so was it a nine dollar profit or a ninety nine thousand dollar profit exactly you know, and I don't think that bloody matters anyway I think you know as far as I'm concerned I measure people by their impact do you you know if you tell me you made a six-figure bloody impact I'm happy do you, you know that, that that's I, I want to know you've changed six figures in people's lives do you, you know that that's, yeah I guess I guess I just know people some people who say they have got a six-figure business but they spent 99,000 of that 100,000 on Facebook ads yeah. So you're like, yeah. okay, I think most people would probably do that. Um, yeah. So it just needs to be authentic. At the end of the day, just be you. I agree. 100%. 100%. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, so many thank great you. tips. Such a great conversation. Um, just loved it. I hope people go and uh, check you out and, and um, you know, connect with you on any of those platforms. And also, I hope you... Uh, some people like me uh, can can manage one of your workshops at a time that's going to work for them. So I really hope that ha happens because uh, we all need some marketing advice. I can tell you I'd that. Love that. Yeah, that'd yeah, be awesome. Yeah, no, I'd love that for sure. Thank you so much. This has been great.
Oh, my pleasure. All right, we'll catch you, catch up with you soon. Thanks. Okay, see ya. Oh, guys, that was fantastic. Hope you got some really great tips out of that. And like I said, you know, marketing is one of those things that we don't know how to do it. We don't know. You're getting your messaging, you know, where do I put stuff, uh, email automation, all that stuff. You know, it, it takes it takes a lot. And I'm not going to lie to you. It takes a lot to get all that, that stuff organized and building communities, setting up a social media group and everything else. These things are not hard, but but it's getting your head around where they all fit and all that kind of stuff. But I, I'm going to say don't be um, don't be put off by it. Yes, probably be daunted by it because it can be big, but don't be put off by it and and join. You know, like go and find Jen and join some of her workshops. There are other people doing other things. You know that that are relevant to your business. Just seek those people out and start to you know start to fine tune everything and just learn one thing at a time. That's another thing, you know, well, I don't know how to do this. So just learn that and then master that and then go on to the next thing. And business takes a lot. It really does take a lot, but it's worth doing. My God, it's worth doing. But today we've just been talking about business, but even if you were going to do a not-for-profit, um, you know, you've still got to get build a community anyway to, to, to fund, raise funds for a not-for-profit. So these these tips that we learned today are going to be relevant over a whole range of things. But now you also might have a personal goal. You want to get up and going and none of this is even bloody relevant. So just, you know, take it for what it is. But I, I tell you what, if you've got something you want to do, please do it. Use 2021 wisely. You know, we don't get another shot at this it's um you know every day that ticks over you're never going to get back and i'm not meaning to sound morbid but um it's the truth and you know in one year will you be glad you did or will you wish you did so i reckon just be glad you did and just get started and it doesn't have to be perfect just back yourself and have a crack and here i go exactly what i said banging on about it again but I really believe in you. I want you to believe in you. And um, I want you to get off the bench and do that thing you love. Anyway, that's it for me. And I'll uh, catch up with you next week. See ya. Hey, thanks for joining me. It really does mean the world to me. Now, if you or somebody you know is doing amazing things, make sure you send me an email to info at getoffthebench.com.au. That's info at getoffthebench.com.au. Otherwise, head on over to my website at kerenvaughan.com and tinker around there a bit and send me a message. Okay, catch you next week.